0: It's easy for us to look on the outside and say, Dave, you've got a problem. Yeah. But when you're in it, you don't see it. I thought my life was over. Pride, shame, guilt. You know, I've got a head that's like a washing machine. It's a like 100 miles an hour. I just wanted to be different. I didn't want to die. And I had that internal snap and I just thought I want to change. I just wanted to never drink again and that was it. I've made a lot of wrong decisions in the first 34 years of my life, so I want to kind of give this a go, and that's kind of what recovery's shown me. This ain't a dress rehearsal, what we're doing. I want to be better.
1: Welcome to the Eventful Lives podcast. I'm your host, Dodge, and I'm the founder of Bournemouth 7s, the world's largest sports and music festival. On this podcast, I speak to fascinating people who have all lived eventful lives. If you haven't already, do us a favour, press the follow button and check us out at Dodge Woodall on Instagram, TikTok and YouTube, where we've now had over 80 million views. Ross Mack is an international DJ and promoter who battled addiction after a life of partying hard. He has a lot to say about recovery and the mindset it takes to get sober and stay sober. This is the eventful life of Mr. Ross Mack. Ross, welcome to the show, mate. Thank you, mate. Thanks for having me. Yeah, mate. Uh, Really looking forward to this one. Let's roll all the way back. Where did you grow up and how did you become an
0: addict? That's a big question to kick off with. So I'll start with the easy one. Um, So I grew up in a place called Hertfordshire, just outside North London. Um, I was born in North London, but I'm not really from there. But my family grew out, grew out of Tottenham. Um, my dad's from from Scotland, so, so we're Spurs fans, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but I'm, I grew up in Hertfordshire, which is a really, really nice part of the world, a place called Broxbourne, mm. um, and I sort of live around around mm. that area. So, yeah, it's really, really nice. I had a really nice upbringing. Um, my my addict brain will, will say, oh, if you had my upbringing dodge you would do what I didn't use like I did but the truth of it is that I really nice, I'm a really nice family really loving family and we had we had more more than I could ever dream of really growing up so yeah. you know you, you talk to a lot of addicts and I've had some really dark stuff happen and mine, mine that's not my story yeah
1: so what is your story then is your story from the age of sort of when did you start using did it start from boozing into weed into the, how did it go for you
0: so I was quite anti-drugs growing up because I come from a really nice family that say don't do drugs yeah you, sh- you shouldn't do that stuff um maybe my views are a bit different now i guess but um so i was brought up quite anti that sort of stuff and i didn't use to quite late till like 16 which is quite young but actually he's quite late for you know i was drinking like the rest of us mm. sort of 12 or 13 but for me my journey probably got begun when i was a lot younger so um i was quite a problem child um like i've got adhd we spoke about before so i'm like 100 miles an hour if i'm over here i want to be sat over there if I'm over there i need to be over here my brain is just constantly, constantly on the go. So, as a young kid, I would just be at school and I'd just get up and walk out of the class. And now, as an adult, my brain does that now. I just, if I'm out, I'd have to get up and walk around and stuff like that. And I find it really difficult to kind of to be easy with myself. So, from an early age, I was, was quite a disrupted kid. I was expelled from my infant school at five. I've hmm. never met anyone who's beat that record. So, what for? Um, kicking teachers, just just being like being old but just not really understanding and and i kind of spent my life people saying to me what's wrong with you and i'm like i don't know dodge i don't know what's Mm. wrong with me like and just not really understanding who i was and so from an early age i you know i was quite disruptive and uh it's only when i've come older and i you know i've gone through a different journey where i've realized okay that's why i did that and that's who i am and and i'm a bit more peace with myself today
1: and you mentioned the word ADHD. That's been touted around everywhere at the minute. Yes, yeah, I'm noticing word. the last couple of years as ADHD. This uh, none of us have got a clue. I ain't got a clue if I've got ADHD or dyslexic. or I've, I've, there's, there's probably loads of things in me. But how did you first know? How old are you now?
0: Believe it or not, I'm 42. You're 42. Yeah. But how did you first know you had ADHD? What sort of age was it? So I kind of always known, and um, but I got tested when I was younger. And I was using a lot of the time, and my family were like, "What is wrong with you? Let's just get you tested." So I was using a lot, and that was obviously the r- what was wrong with me. Using what? I was drinking and using coke at okay. the time. So at what age? I was probably in my my third twenties by then. Okay, but it was just there, just like, "What is wrong with you?" Mm. So I had a test for ADHD, and I, it came back I wasn't. I didn't. But but when I got tested later on, it was a completely different test, and it was done in a different way, and I ticked every box. Mm. Um, so now i'm an ambassador for um a uh, non-profit charity which help people with adhd uh so my friend dr rachel Gow, who's amazing um yeah she, she's her charity it's a non-profit mm. um and she's also a promoter as well she goes out of a really well-known dj so there's quite a lot of us that are like brandon yeah. all them kind of people jump with jack frost you know, a lot of well known people in the industry we're, we're part of this organization where we try and help people and we can't just get a message out and talk about mental health because the whole for me, the whole point of it is is it so if I've got something going on in my head, it's like my head's going to explode. Yeah. If I turn up stand to, to go, Dodge, actually, this happened last night and it may not resolve it, but it just takes the power out of it. And that's why we talk about reaching out and talking about problems, because it just takes the power out of it. Cause I've told you dodging, I just feel a bit better about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Rather than keeping it in. And that could be something small, which obviously will become something big if it's something big. Like
1: a problem shared, is a problem laughed, basically. Yeah. So what so you said you've got that group. Who's the who's in charge of the group? What's the name of that group?
0: Uh um, charity. Nutritious Minds. Okay. And is that all ex-addicts involved in that? There's a mixed bag of us in there. Yeah. Um, we have a guy who does a lot of stuff on suicide awareness called Ian Hurst. Amazing guy. Yeah. Uh, so he he does um, he he does train like a first aid course around suicide awareness, uh, which I'm qualified in, and I've done some mental health qualifications as well. Um, but it's just kind of just day to day stuff, trying to help people. So obviously, suicide's the biggest killer in men under fifty. Yeah. I think probably growing up, it was like one of the things where you like knew someone who knew someone, at, yeah. and then now now like, it's, every year, yeah. I know people yeah, every so year. It's, mad isn't it's heartbreaking. it? Heartbreaking, yeah. and to see the carnage and and he's. You know, when they're in that place it's not that they that they don't want to be in this other, they don't want to feel how they feel at that moment. Yeah. You know, at that moment. And um, you know, the the stats I'm not great for figures and stats, my brain's not great, but the stats for men and women uh, trying to attempt suicide is quite similar, believe it is or not. Is that right? Yeah, it is quite similar. But because men are a bit more extreme, yeah, then we do a bit more extreme things. Okay. That's why the rate's higher in men. So it's not that we 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 we, we, we um Attempt it more. It's just that we're a bit more extreme. You know, I might jump off a building or yeah. you know do something a bit. So yeah, it's really it's really sad, and I've seen a lot of the carnage that leaves behind. And you know, and is is that cliche thing of saying, "Oh, I talk about it and all that stuff," but actually, it's important to talk about it. Yeah. Really important.
1: Do you find that you said you did a, a suicide course? What is that? What does that entail?
0: Um, it just talks about telltale signs, um, way to help people, way to talk to people. It's amazing. It's, it's a really amazing course. So there's, a, I think there's, a, there's only a few trainers. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm launching my own wellness business. See so yeah, how I threw that in there. Yeah. And, um, it's one of the courses that we offer on there. Um, and it's, it's, the, it's the companies and corporate companies that want to train their staff. I think it's something everyone should be because everyone's affected by it. Um, you know, you'll know someone or, yeah. you know, going through it and, like I say, you know, it's a it's a cliche thing to talk about it, but it's really important.
1: So, what is it? You, you you just going rolling back there? You meant suicide awareness. What would you notice in someone for for your awareness to go? You know what? I think there's a problem there.
0: It's about people's patterns and how they're acting, and and it's like um, you know, actually when they make that decision, they're in a really good place. Yeah. So that's really common. So, so hold
1: on, hold on. When they make the decision,
0: yeah. So when if I make that decision, where I'm gonna, okay. I made the decision Sunday. I'm gonna go out a Saturday night with the boys, and Sunday I'm I'm done. Okay. So when they make that decision, um, they're actually in a really good place. They're actually in a really good. So their their mood will change. They'll be really happy. Yeah. So you you won't be coming to me. You'll be all sad. You'll you'll be in a happy. So yeah, it's about spotting them telltale yeah. signs. So would you think? Oh, they'd be. You know, oh, I wonder why he was so depressed. Actually, he went before they when they make that decision, they're at peace with themselves. Yeah. Like I say, it's not that they don't want to be here; they just don't want to feel how they feel at that moment. Right. It's, it's, That's uh, interesting.
1: You mentioned that because I've never thought about it. I've got two or three pals who have taken their own lives, and like you say, they think, oh, that was out Saturday night. They were right, laugh. Everything was brilliant. All of a sudden, son, they've gone and done something mad. You're like, where did that come from? Yeah. So they make the decision in the moment to give them peace. Are you saying? Yeah. And you would us as friends wouldn't know that until they do something
0: yeah yeah that, that's 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 generally how it is they um and like i say they're at peace and i i've uh read up a lot and I, this one i've watched a documentary and um one thing that a lot of survivors say um is that safely jump off a bridge is they they say the first thing they say when they do it and i've heard this a lot is i wish i never done that i wish i never put that rope around and i wish i never done that and uh and a lot of the survivors say it's the first thing they think of, they, they didn't want to do it. They didn't, you know, they wish they'd never done it. And I watched a programme of a guy and he jumped off a bridge and uh, he landed in the water and he was like, you're never going to find him. But luckily there was a fisherman next to him, found mm. him and found him and they've done documentaries and they're just saying like, the first, you know, they, they wish they'd never done it. So it's just, that's why we keep saying it's, and I keep going, it's important to talk, talk to your friends, talk to someone. Talk How to do anyone. you, it's
1: an easy thing to say, right, talk to your mates. Yep. And if you're in a dark place, yeah, you've got to have a really good mate, a real type mate to go, mate, I'm in a really dark place. I'm thinking of doing something stupid. That takes balls to actually do that. Yeah. To tell you, mate, doesn't it?
0: Do you know what is um and I this is stuff I've learned. I um is actually to go, you know, I check in on a lot of people and for me to actually say, Dodge, have you thought about suicide? So you go straight in yeah, with that, do you? Yeah. Okay. And I was like, Really? And they're like, Yeah so and, and I and I and I've asked someone, I've I've asked someone and they said yeah. And I'm like, shit, what do I do with this? Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, it's, it's do you just know what's weird?
1: Thing. You're mentioning all this, and we've been in this. We've been in the the madness of 2020 and 21, where everyone's been locked up and gone do Not everyone, but a lot, people, yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people felt struggled. And then we come out now, and we've got everything that's going on in our world right now with the the cost of living going up and the pressures and pressures and pressures. Whatever you got a job, you don't know whether you're gonna have a job. Whether you can afford your mortgage. There must be a lot happening right now. Have you noticed a change and an increase in all of this sort of stuff over the
0: last couple of years? Um, I think it's always been there, but I just think it's more heightened now. I think it's more you're hearing about it more. Um, You know, I get messages every day from people that I don't know that say to me, I've heard about what you do. Can you help me? And sometimes I just, I feel like, you know, I get messages from families, mums, you know like every single and this is just people that i don't even know message me and parts are part of my recovery which obviously we'll get to is for me step 12 is helping others yeah so like i didn't come on this earth thinking oh i want to be some goody two-shoes and help people that sort of stuff um but my journey has taken me to a place where actually it's important that i help people because i've i've been to a dark place and i come out of there and it's important that i help the others yeah you know i don't just go sweet i'm done yeah I'm out of
1: but here. I, but, but, but by helping others, you're also helping yourself as well, right?
0: I'm totally selfish. So yeah. I get that little feeling inside yeah. where uh, I think, do you know what? I feel all right about it. Yeah. So so it is a two-way street. But um, but yeah, like I get messages every day. And, and the mad thing is that there's people that know me really well and are struggling and, and, and they'll would never reach out, and that's really sad. Yeah, you know they wouldn't go. Actually, do you know what I'm really struggling?
1: Why are they? Why do you think, in your opinion, why someone wouldn't reach out if they're in an addict, whether it's booze, whether it's gambling, whether it's drugs, whether it's brassing, whatever it is, whatever your vice is, Why would someone not want to speak out? Is it? Do you think it's because they don't want that to end? They might think their life might be boring.
0: All of the above, pride, shame, guilt. So wh- when I when I stopped drinking. With um even my wife like we thought what are we gonna do? It's funny. It's so I, I was at the I was at the O two last night yeah. with C Yeah, and I was t- um and I got uh got a late minute ticket, so I was buzzing. And uh, my wife said she also says, you sometimes you're too much. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And I am too much, and yeah. that's fine. And then I could be on people. And, I, you know, and I was telling them about, um, so I'm launching a wellness business and I'm launching a, um, a wellness weekend and I'll be for next year. <laughs> Quality. I know, I know, <laughs> out of season. The with irony. Some, with some friends of mine, <laughs> um, some friends of mine, Kai and Emily, amazing people. And um, so we're running, and, and I tell people and they, they just switched off. Yeah. And they look to me I say, we don't care about that. We want to hear about the good stuff. You know, yeah. we want to hear about the ocean beaches all yeah. that kind of stuff. So, you know, it isn't for everyone. And for me, like growing up, like, I wouldn't have associated with people that didn't drink. Yeah. I wouldn't have, well, why would I? What, what sort of person doesn't drink, you know, in my, you know, just because it's not normal. So, I, you know, so for, I, obviously for me, there's a big change and mm-hmm. that's who I associate with now, but I get it, it's not for everyone. You know, recovery is not for everyone, you know, but then there's lots of ways of getting clean, but this is my story and this is how I got clean. Mm-hmm. This is what I did and mm-hmm. this is where I got to, you know, and I, and I thought, you know what? I don't want to die because yeah. that's where I got to. Yeah. I thought I was going to die and I couldn't talk about it. My wife's just she tried to speak to me and, and and I couldn't talk about it. So I get it.
1: So so let's roll in about I want your journey. Yeah. I want that journey of addiction. I want that journey of what you were doing in your twenties and your partying and then where did it escalate to for you to one day go, I've got to stop. This is this has got to stop or so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna die.
0: Yeah. So I um so I started DJing at eleven. 11? Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> I started playing in clubs at thirteen. Okay. Like under 18s, events, yeah. running my own parties at thirteen. Yeah. And i started working in real clubs at 16 years old yeah. so 16 years old i'm with the big boys in, in clubs um which is obviously great and um you know obviously my passion uh, is music and djing yeah. so at uh, 16 i am in clubs and obviously that comes with drink drugs and etc cetera, et cetera. Come, comes with everything it's kind of what you do right yeah it's kind of what you do like you know, if we'd done this podcast today, and then I went, mean, I just got a bit of thing in the car." Boom, you know what I mean? Like that's quite normal in society to do that now, mm. which is which is wrong. But that's that's what's ingrained in us now is that you know it's it's drinking, using, and the packet or whatever yeah. else. So, so for sixteen, I'm in clubs, I'm using, and I you know I had some amazing times and you know the best times of my life in Ibiza and with my friends and at raves and I just play at you know the clubs I've worked at. You know, mm. had some amazing times, but. So I've got a really addictive personality, right? Everything I do is extreme. There's no middle ground. I'm either your best friend or I'm your worst enemy, right? So just there's no middle ground with me. So so like I've just started back at the gym, right? And I thought if I go three days a week, I'll be pleased with that. Then I thought if I do one morning a week, I'll be pleased with that. I now do five days a week, Monday to Friday, and I do three evenings a week. And I'm only, I only go five days a week. So I go eight times out of five. You know, so everything I do is extreme. So I, st- I never run before. So I started running, and I thought, right, I'll give this running stuff a go. I never run before. Running a couple of miles, then I'm running half marathons. Then I'm running marathons. I've run four marathons. And then I'm cycling. <laughs> I've never cycled before. Then I'm cycling to Paris. Yeah. And I've done, I've done um, triathlons. I've done half Ironmen. So what, what, sorry, yeah. anyway, what I do is extreme. Yeah. Now at the end of um, oh what a shit. Yeah. Anyway, at the end of the uh, triathlon, I had a couple of grams of gear in my bag because that's what you do, right? When you when you, when you do the London trifle and you have a couple of grams of gear in you, that's what you- that's, And that's that you, is
1: that your little treat to celebrate? Yeah, yeah, my okay. treat.
0: That's what all the top athletes do, apparently. Yeah. They, have, they, have, they, have, they have gear in there. Uh... And when I've done the London Marathon, it was the same. I was locked away in a room on my own, you know, mm. locked away, you know? And that's your treat. And that's how a lot of people look at it is, I've had a hard week, I need a treat. Yeah. I've had a good day, I need a treat. I've had a bad day, oh, I've had a really good day with Dodger. Like, what a nice day, I'm gonna finish. You know what I mean? Any day ends in why you know you're treating yourself yeah. and um yeah and that's what i did and and, and I, I couldn't understand it because i'd i'd achieved some really good stuff like well you know with dj and i've you know i played i played all over the world and you know i used to work for the brit awards and we done some really fancy shit. and I'd you know and, and, and i'm on a focus and i'm running marathons and i couldn't understand that when it comes to drink or drugs i had no power over it yeah do you know what i mean like i can achieve this but i can't do that and i lived abroad I lived away a couple of years in faliraki when i was early 20s you know amazing times in my life all the boys away yeah. best time ever yeah. amazing and i had six months off it and i'd got back and i thought what well, i was only like 20 i thought i'm knock that stuff on the head and i got back first day and i'm used i'm just like i'm just baffled by it and you know, i'm baffled so i'm just like and for me like i'll talk about clubs and and i you know all that sort of stuff but my using is actually quite sad and quite dark and I, I won't get too much into it, but um, you know, like um, like I I, I like to go home and use using my own. And-
1: what close the door, close the yeah, curtains, and yeah, use. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. lock,
0: lock the door. I mean, like I party out and and do it. You know, all the sort of stuff. But really, my using's quite dark. And it. But
1: you, you, you're using. I'm guessing there. Ross wouldn't have started like that. You started off having a cheeky corner no. on a night buying a couple of Gs of Gs, whatever, and over the years, it's like, you know what? I'm going back to my house now. I'm going to sit yeah, here for a couple of days. But
0: probably quite- Probably That's by the early age of like 20s. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: so are you saying that cocaine can get hold of you really quickly?
0: A hundred percent. But it's all about your personality and who you are. And because I've explained to you how obsessive I am. Mm. If I buy a pair of trainers, I go, oh, I need all the colors. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm just not satisfied. So, you know, when I do stuff, I obsessive. So how do I drink and use? Well, that's all I know. Yeah. All I know is carnage, carnage, carnage. And um, but from an early age, I just, yeah, I just, I just I started using them my own. And of course I would go out. But yeah, so from like the early age of 20, I wanted to stop from then. Hmm. And it took me another you know, 14 years.
1: So tell me, tell me your 20s as you went on through your twenties. How did it, how did the addiction get worse?
0: Well, like we always say, you know, the lines got bigger, the grams got, you know, uh, you know how you use a 16 and how you use a 34 there's 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 yeah. quite a big gap there um it just gets more you know more and more and more is never enough you know and you're, and you're ordering it you know if you've got it and you're ordering more and it's funny people say to me like um oh you weren't that bad and all that sort of stuff and i weren't the worst but you know it was quite heavy duty And you know i'm like ask my wife ask her what it was like and tell me if it was bad mm. you know she'd go to work and um you know, she would thought uh, she thought she'd come home and find me dead. You know, imagine imagine you come to the office today, Dodge, and you, your your partner's at home using, and you and you're here and you're trying to work, mm. trying to do a good job, and your um your partner's at home using, and, and you think you're gonna come and find them dead, mm. and you know and that was just yeah. I don't I don't want to um I'm getting upset, and I don't want to upset me, and I, I I don't want to share too much, I don't want to you know my 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 wife's been through enough, but it gets gets really dark and you know you don't have to get as dark as i did and use as much as i did to want to stop you know we spoke the other day there's people that that probably use little and often a little point fours every day and and if if you're dropping 40 50 quid a day and you can afford that oh, it's not not got a problem it's not got a problem but it is a problem isn't it yeah is a problem
1: what did your what did your usage get up to what were you going for a weekend like buying on a friday night or a thursday for your little weekend treats
0: <laughs> i knew you'd ask me this um in my heyday couple of days probably used like 15 grams 15, okay. not as many as brandon with okay. his 30. <laughs> i've uh, had brandon on him i fact, know, i'm going hey. to see him after. yeah 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 he's uh, uh
1: he, he's pushed boundaries he's like a cat isn't he yeah
0: he's like a cat, yeah, yeah. he's funny but um but yeah like over a couple of days
1: did um, you ever get yourself into trouble along that journey because if you're using most addicts are using whether it's booze whether it's the packet whatever it is lies start to come out the seat starts to come out all sorts of horrible things start to come out of it realizing did that happen to you
0: yeah to a degree and obviously i've done stuff that you know i've done stuff that and that's the thing around you do stuff, you have we call it guilt, shame and remorse. Yeah. So like I don't know, oh you know, I fucking slept with Dodgy's missus or
1: Well, well, well don't don't fucking use that as <laughs> example.
0: <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> um message the wrong person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Turn up at the wrong house. Yeah, so you know, you do yeah. that kind of stuff. Um you know, them kind of examples, you know what I mean? So yeah, of course you get up to that sort of stuff, but I'm quite secretive and just quite I wanna be on my own mm. and um yeah, I'll try not to go too dark on it because it's, it's, it's a, it got to a really dark place and, um, you know, when my using was, um, you know, like I say, and I'll just go for days and days and days. How
1: dark did it get?
0: How dark did it get? I used to use a lot in the dark. I'd just sit in and use in the dark and, and uh, and you know, you'd be like a statue and you just, it just got weird. It just got really, really dark and um, I just I thought I was going to die. I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop and i couldn't talk about it and you know you're thinking to get yourself out of it and you just you know that you, you sort of cause yourself a trauma you're stuck in a situation where i can't stop using i can't i don't know what to do it's it's really dark and there's a lot of people that are in that situation that, that will listen to this podcast that, that know me or you or that don't know us and they'll be going shit. i'll do that yeah or oh, I might do. I might not do. But so what we do. So this is this is another thing. So listen to the go. Oh, I'm not as bad as him. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't use in the dark. Yeah. I didn't. So so don't. So we we say look at the similarities, not the differences. You know, people use different drugs now. that The kids are using. They're using care and all that kind of stuff. So just swap the drugs around. That's all it is. Mm. So and and the big the big thing about this all is the drinker drugs just a solution. It's not about that. You know, it, it's my drinking. So it's my thinking, not my drinking. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's actually not about the drink or drugs. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Okay, it's just my mind. You know, I've got a head that's like a washing machine. It's like 100 miles an hour. It's constantly talking and going on and on and on. And it's very tiring, you know. So I tried to quieten that down. But, um,
1: so when you try to quieten down, what was the buzz for you? Was the buzz scoring the gear, the excitement of getting it and having that first line or was it the... Knowing that you're going to knock your way, knock yourself away for four for two three days,
0: all of it probably. Okay, but um, but the best bit is is the using because you get excited and you need to go to the toilet. And I used to throw up as well, and I'll be thinking, "Don't know about you, but that's not a good sign, right? If I'm going to throw up, so I used to throw up and stuff like that." But um, after after before, that, um... on the way, so I'm not even picked up yet. So you just, your body, so like, so um, we talk about it in recovery, we talk about, it's called the phenomenon of craving. So it's that obsession. So if you say, so if I think I might use tonight, and if I ever thought about that, I always used. I never didn't use, but yeah. I always thought I made that decision. Yeah. I always thought it's a Tuesday, the spurs are on, I'll make it normal and I'll, you know, and I and I thought I made that decision that decision was made for me that obsession i'm on it's all i can think about Mm. and um so you all do it In you have that first one and we call that ease and comfort so you have that and you just go you know like you're um you know like you just everything's calm everything's fine and you feel but you're just chasing it off that chasing it chasing it chasing it do you get the high
1: is the biggest high the first line yeah For me. And then after that, were you just chasing to get through the packet?
0: Yeah. And you never use how you did. So there's a thing called like, it's like euphoric recall. So my mind will say, if I use today, it'll be, will be like ocean beach, page three girls bouncing around, you know, like high-fiving everyone. You're the man. And that's not true. That's not the reality. The reality of it is, I'll be, I'll be locked away somewhere on my own or just, you know, you're out and like, yeah, you know, and I'm just like that, you know. And I see it and I see people come out. They come and talk to me and they're like that. And they're like, I'm like, yeah, have a good night. Yep. Yeah. It's
1: horrible, isn't it? To horrible. see people like that. Horrible. They can't actually speak.
0: Yeah, that's what I was like. Really? So th- that stuff brings me inwards. So when I when I use, and a lot of people do that, they go in. You know what I mean?
1: So they're like- uh, they, But they isn't that weird speak. though? Because
0: cocaine, coke, was, the drugs
1: meant you go, rah, 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 but a lot of people actually go inside themselves, and go, you know what, I want to shut off and hide
0: from everyone. Yeah, that's really common as well. Really? But but then, so then people will listen to this going, oh yeah, well I don't do that, so I ain't got a problem. I mean, Maybe you ain't. And this is the thing as well, is like, I'm not here to preach to anyone. Like, I don't I don't care what anyone thinks. Yeah. Like, I don't give, and I used to, but I don't care. Yeah. Um, this is my story, and this is what I need to do. I need to go to meetings, and I need to help people because I know people are really struggling. Mm. And, it, and 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 the thing is, well, it may not be you, but it may be your mate. You know, mm. your mate might need trouble. Be a good friend to them and and, and give them a hand. You know, because I, I know loads of people that can have half a gram, and put it back in the cupboard and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, that's good. And I you know if I think if you do that thing in moderation, if you can go to our beef for a couple of weekends, do a bit of mandy, mm. what a great time. Mm. You know, but that's not my story. Yeah, my story is that. I'm on on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. then yeah. I've got a couple of days free, you know, and 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 that's what a lot of people are doing. Give me an
1: example of a day's use. Would you get up and have a line?
0: No, I would get up, go to work, come home, then.
1: So it would start five o'clock. Yeah. Okay. And then, did you find over the years in your twenties and early thirties, before you became clean, did that was that speeding up instead of just a Friday, Saturday, Sunday? It was going Tuesday, Fridays.
0: Yeah. So it's a Saturday. Then it's Friday, Saturday. Then it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday night, Um, and then it's like Tuesday. Yeah, and then you're like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, then you get a couple days off. So I didn't use every day, um, but when I did, I used for as much as- Who
1: knew, who knew in your world, how much you were using?
0: Um, The whole world now knows. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They certainly do. Um, Just my wife. Okay. She only really knows.
1: Does she know the extent of the usage?
0: yeah she knows how That's
1: long have you everything. been with your wife for how old were you met
0: um, do you want another full story i out yeah so um, we've been married this year for seven years yep. we've been together ten okay so our dad's come down she'll, she'll laugh when I'm telling this story our dad's come down from Scotland together 60 years ago to London her dad and my dad lived in London together do so, you know when he grew up dad's parents yep. so like Uncle Jim like and uncles Uncle yeah of yeah. Course, yeah come round her house she's a couple of years younger than me she's nine years younger than me um And, uh, you know, we grew- all grew up together. She come to our house and stuff. Then when I got to my teenage, didn't see her. Then her dad passed away 10 years ago and we went to the funeral and we literally didn't speak to him. And I said to my twin sister, I said, we should say hello to Kat yeah. and Charlotte. And um, went over, spoke to him for about a minute. She dropped me a message on Twitter. Really nice to see you. Uh, we got chatting Um, within one year we were living together within two years I was engaged three years we got married
1: okay and how old how old were you when you first met her uh
0: roughly 30, 33
1: 33 so you were the height of your using yeah before you stopped and went clean at 34. Yeah. did she save you
0: yeah yeah a million million percent she's the most amazing woman i've ever met in my whole mm, life sounds it she's honestly unbelievable anyone knows her just says she's just just unbelievable mm. unbelievable
1: what extent were you at when you met her? Were you, like, I'm using the most, were you there, like, crying for help from her, like, I need help? Or were you hiding your usage from her? Or was she clued up enough to go, I'm clued up enough to realise you're in a bad way here, mate?
0: Yeah, all, all of them. Okay. All of them. And I remember, um, like, one of my best mates messaged me. He messaged me a year to the day before I got clean, which is really weird. My clean date's the 22nd of September, 2014. Well done, by the way. Thanks, mate. Thank that's you. Yeah, wicked um so it's eight and a half years and uh yeah he messaged me we've been on a boys weekend I'd used the whole I was late for the weekend I'd organized I used the whole way there whole way down whole way back to where where were you going we went to uh Brighton for the weekend okay. I'd organized that and I was late I was about six hours late because I picked up the night before you know the usual sort of stuff and um my, my best mate said um, I said I love you, but you've got a sweet life out. But I knew, you know yeah. what I mean. I knew it wasn't like, it wasn't like. Oh, he's, he's you know. Oh, of course, I knew. Yeah. But you know, it's it's nice to have people around you like mm. that. And f- a year from the day when he sent that text was just, you know, just how, I just. It was when I got clean, and you know.
1: So was it your best mate that triggered it?
0: Did, no, you know, no. did
1: you know other people around you you obviously got a tight bunch of pals was there anyone on go mate he's just another party boy so that's fine because we all got all our mates are party boys is that how
0: it was um, yeah a lot yeah a lot of people the, the close ones don't the close ones are like because I knew before it's sent that text message I knew that like there's an issue of course you know but you just don't want to admit it but the problem is if if I'm looking at myself then maybe you've got to look at yourself because we're knocking around together yeah. we're doing the same things so it's difficult for people to do that you know and um, you know where I come from, everyone uses it. My wife, she's from she's from out the area from where we live, and um, she said she realises how much heavy it is. And I'm not saying our area is are worse, but mm. it's quite heavy duty. Mm. You know, it's nothing. It's normal to go down a pub on a Tuesday, watch a bit of football, and everyone's getting on it. Yeah. So yeah, it's, um, but for me, it's just because I just take things to extreme.
1: So what was the point when you said, Right, well, I really need help? Did you just surrender and put your hands up and say, someone help me? What what, what, what was that movement?
0: Not really. Um, at 30, some stuff had happened and- Like what? Uh, my family was sort of told a bit about what I was okay. up to and stuff. And I uh, went into recovery at 30. So I'm part of the 12 Step Fellowship.
1: So um, you went into recovery at 30?
0: Yeah.
1: But for between 30 and 34, you're still using? Okay, and what does that? What did that recovery look like? And who 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 gave you the heads up to go and?
0: Just googled it. Um, I went in and I thought, first of all, what do you mean never drink again? And then I thought, what, who are these people? Like, you know, and I just thought, you know, this has been I thought what load of what is Yeah, you know, um, they're my people now. Mm. I love you know people in recovery, but yeah, I just thought this this ain't for me. This ain't. Um, this ain't for me. What? And then what? Going to meetings like? And I, I didn't really talk anyway, so I just went, done a couple of meetings, and I got cornered on the way out by this guy called Ian. And uh, you know what, I mate? Mean? Yeah, he said, "What are you up to?" He said, "Oh, you know, just drink a bit." And I just thought they were going to show me how to cut down yeah. and just drink. We say like, use like a gentleman, and um, you know, just well, I can go out once a month. Mm. And use. And, and I spoke to someone the other day and I said, if I could do that, I would do that. And, and I thought about it, and that, actually, that's not true. Mm. If you could promise me today that I could use once a month, I wouldn't want to do it. Yeah, wouldn't want to do it because I wouldn't want to. I'm in a different mindset now from where I was. You know, I always say that, you know, sober is a superpower you know you ask anyone that gets sober is a
1: huge superpower by the way a huge 100%. superpower there's so many benefits yeah yeah i
0: agree and i would say if you're serious to people do do 90 days but but off everything so i get um people ask me a lot cuz so i work for a festival as well and i do artist liaison. Yeah. so which um, what festival what's that what festival uh back of beyond Where's that? Uh, in uh, Stevenage. Okay. In Hart- so I work at Dog and Whistle in Hartford. Yep. I pick up my Dog and Whistle yep. family. Uh, one of my best friends from school owns it. So yep. we run events together, Happy which days. is really cool. We've been through some crazy mm. stuff. Uh, he runs some, we do some really mad events. So I do artist liaison as well. I get to look after the DJs and stuff, which I really like. Yep. Um, and uh, so I'm carrying around with alcohol a lot. And then I work, so I've got an events company as well. So I think people see me carry around drink a lot, and I think they think that I do have a drink because yeah. I've had a few people say, "Oh, yeah, because because I'll I'll get you a drink and I'll get you a drink and yeah. I'll carry it because it doesn't matter to me." Yeah. Um, and that's not being smart. I just the obsession's been removed, yeah. you know, because I do stuff every day mm. to counteract the fact that I drink, so I can work for a festival. So, yeah. like we talk about life beyond the wildest dreams, and like. Um, yeah, so, I, work, so I, I do, you know, I'll get you a drink and I'll get you a drink and I'll just, I'll just have a water. So I drink yeah. sparkling water, that's it. Mm. But um
1: I want to go back to that bit you mentioned a minute ago at the age of 30, you went into recovery. Why did you go into recovery? Did someone give you the heads up? Or did you go, I need help. Or I'm going to go and check it out for myself. Because I know a lot of people, friends of mine, who are addicts and we all got, I think half the nation are addictive personalities. Yeah, <laughs> You know what I mean? So... And it's just the way our country is, and the way it's been brought up around booze and all the knock-on and the easy access to drugs yeah. and what well, it is. You grew up in
0: pubs, right? Yeah, normal, pubs, right? so I have seen
1: everything. I grew up in nightclubs and pubs when yeah. I was a kid in London. You know, yeah. so I've seen everything as a kid, yeah. growing up. Then I was in the nightclub world for ten years, and now I'm in the festival world.
0: I like love your story. Festival world, by the way, what what you guys do is amazing. And it's I tell you what, people think, and I was telling someone last night, and I said. Ten pound a drink and all that—you're coining it in. I tell you what, honestly, mm. that is a tough industry. All I've heard this mm. year is how many people I know that have lost a lot of money in that. Yeah,
1: people think the events world is all singing and shining yeah. and glossy yeah. and beautiful. Yeah, it's a tough, tough business. But yeah. when you get the business model right, you can have it off. Yeah, it's amazing. Well,
0: yeah. yeah, you guys done really
1: well. Yeah, thank so you. Proud of that. Thank you, mate. That's all. That's 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 my world. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's twenty five years of throwing parties. Yeah, and now podcasting. <laughs>
0: I love your little. I love your pound ahead as well. Pound a man. Yeah, pound a
1: yeah. man. Yeah. My mum taught me as a young kid. Yeah. So let's go back. Let's go back that bit there. That if anyone's out there listening, because this is about helping people. Yeah. This episode that you and I wanted to do today was about helping people who are struggling, who are using, who are using too much booze, and then getting onto the gear or going on the mandy or whatever it may be. Yeah. What's the bit for you that you can help someone to say, Look, if you're feeling like this right now, go and see such and such or go to a meeting or go to recovery. What is out there for people?
0: So, um, and also as well, like, because I'm not a gambler, but swap alcohol for gambling.
1: Oh, I think that's worse. 100%. Yeah, mate.
0: <laughs> I've read... Um, Paul Merson. Paul Merson, Yeah, And he said, he goes, if I've drunk, you can tell. If I've used, you can tell. If I've dropped 10 grand, I don't even yeah. know. So, Shop the shop the drink of drugs for gambling. You know yeah. it's massive, and um, I just say to anyone like, if you're not happy with what you're doing with your life, just give this a go. Give it like ninety days. Go out and try something different. All that stuff's out there. The drug dealers are out there. Then just like you know, and I, I I try and I'm about trying to sound like. I'm not a saint, by the way. My wife would tell you I'm not a saint, but I just try and be a better person every day, Mm. and I try and do stuff to help people. And I know I'm doing and Mm. and helping and making a difference because it helps me. But just like if you're in a situation in life where you're struggling, like you need to put action in, right? What I mean by that is, is um, you'd go to any links for for drink or drugs, right? You know, I've done some mad stuff to get drink or drugs. I've been in like Russia and all, all that sort of stuff, right? Been to some mad places, so. So all I'm saying to you is to why don't you come down on a Tuesday to a meeting and try something different? Now why don't you try meditation? Why don't you try some breath work? But why that, don't you try that's an to easy thing. That's an
1: easy thing to say, right? Yeah. Right. Go and meditate. What sit there cross-legged holding the things I am in. No, that ain't for me. What's yeah. meditation about? Go and see a counsellor. Counsellor for me, see think I think geezer in a suit, looking down at you for da. da, da. Yeah. Those things aren't good triggers. Because someone can't just go and meditate and go. You know what? Do a load of deep breathing. Yeah. When you're after when you've been using alcohol and, and yeah on, on the bag and work. you can't just go and do that. What's the easiest thing for someone to do?
0: So there's a helpline. Yeah. You can ring. I work on a helpline, so you can pick up the phone and ring the. We have a anonymous anonymous helpline
1: and just talk to someone and say, talk look, to I'm drinking too much.
0: Samaritans. There's loads. So. Personally, for me, and I agree with you actually. What you said about meditation and breath work, mm. I definitely think that's a little bit further. That's down further down 100%. the
1: line, and I get 100%. it, and it's all amazing.
0: Yeah. It is amazing, yeah. But if
1: work. you're a geezer <laughs> yeah. using down the boozer with yeah. your mates going to footy, going to raves, going yeah. to you ain't thinking about meditation because
0: we're geezers, yeah. And that's just the way, yeah. Um So for me, the power is in is in the meetings and going there. So the
1: meetings is AA.
0: You got AA, CA, NA. They're the three. So AA,
1: Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah. CA, Coke Anonymous. Coke Anonymous. Yeah. The other one?
0: Narcotics Anonymous.
1: Narcotics In, Anonymous. And yeah. there must be GA, Gambling Anonymous. There yeah, must GA. Be...
0: Yeah. I think there's like 60 different BA, fellowships.
1: BA, Brassing Anonymous. Uh, is is that, we've got SLA, that... <laughs> which is sex and love addiction. Sex. Is that right? Okay. Which is,
0: yeah. Um, but I think there's... Uh, I'm never... It's probably low. 60 or so. There's, there's loads. Okay. So millions of people... And how do I... Millions of people getting If clean. I'm
1: using... Cocaine and booze, and I'm getting into debt, and my everything's coming on top. I can't yeah. handle it anymore, yeah. and I'm getting myself into trouble. How do I go to an AA? Who's AA? Where do I go to? Where's NA? Google. Okay.
0: Google's your friend. I tell you what, and drop me a message, and I, I. So I'm really fortunate. I know quite a lot of people around the country. I'll get you into a meeting. But if like, um, from when I did my last podcast, people message me, and I'm serious. Drop me an inbox on Instagram. Um to so your last uh,
1: podcast was the Dapper Laughs wasn't
0: yeah, on sobriety, sobriety. sobriety. Okay. Yeah. So similar similar format. I didn't share as many dark things as, as I as I knew you'd get out of me today. Yeah. But um but yeah, me, just message me. But if they
1: don't message you and they don't want to message you, yep. they can go on to AA yep. and they'll, they'll, there'll and be a Google. map there going, right, yep. I live in Birmingham, I live yep. in East London. You can go to meetings on a Tuesday night at six yep. o'clock and go in there anonymously. What, is, what does it look like? What's a room look like? What's a meeting
0: look like? So, a meeting will look like there'll be people outside smoking. Yeah. There's always people outside smoking. So, you'll get up and they'll give you a hug, which is a bit weird, but that's what we do. And what
1: have you got to do? You've got a pay to go in? How does it
0: work? It's um, it's free. So, you, we put a pot around, we're all self funding. So we pay for the rooms and the literature. So put a pound, put a couple of quid in the pot. Now, if you're spending a lot of money on coke and booze, you can afford to put a couple of quid in the pot. If you can't afford it, that's fine. Okay. Um, There's meetings all around the country, Uh, especially in London, there's meetings every day throughout the day. There's online meetings as well. But what I would suggest to someone is, and this is the thing as well, this might not be for you, but just give it a go. Just go and give it a go. What have you got to lose? Pop in on a Tuesday and maybe go a few times and see. This might not be for you, but this actually might save your life. Yeah. You know, and and the stuff that I've seen and the people's lives that have transformed is, you know, I see stuff and I get inspired. I go and I hear stories of people get vulnerable. You know, I was at a convention at the weekend. There was a room like over a thousand people in the room like chanting and cheering. It sounds a bit hoorah. No, but it's brilliant. Honestly. I've got a lot
1: of mates who have gone clean and it's amazing to see them. Even seeing you today, you look clean. Thanks. You look healthy. You yeah. look alive. You're present for the yeah. moment. Do you know what I mean? And a lot of my pals who have gone clean are present for the moment. They've become better people.
0: Hundred percent. Yeah. So I wasn't a bad person inside. So I had the good, I had the devil, and yeah, the, and, the, and like. The, the, but the, everyone's got that—the naughty yeah. one and the yeah, nice yeah. one. Yeah, But you, you feed the loud one. Yeah. See, so like, you've used a couple of days, and you're a man, and the bad ones going. You're like, this ain't a good idea. Yeah. Fuck it.
1: Let's do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know? So in a meeting. You can go in anonymous, sit down on a chair. Yep. Is it a big circular and people would stand up and go, my name's Dave and I'm an alcoholic. And, yeah, and they will just talk their story and you can just listen and see if it relates.
0: Yeah. So normally there's um, a secretary and then we, I'd invite, if I was secretary, i invite someone down to do a talk. And then um, just sit at the meeting. We go around the room. My name's Ross and I'm, I'm an addict and we go around. And then you just tell your story. Now, I've not been in prison. I've not. Uh, you know, I've never sold drugs. You know, so I've not done a lot of things. That everyone's done there, and that's fine. We say, look at the similarities, not the differences. You know, people take crack and heroin. I've never never done that. Yeah. But it just swap it for coke, swap it for ketamine. Yeah, you know, it's it's a, it's all the same stuff. So like, but it's easy for you to turn up and meeting and go, oh, I'm not like that geezer. I've yeah. never been to prison. Or you know, I mean, and look down at those of people. It's all the same stuff. You mm. know, I'm no better than anyone else. You know, it's that mental obsession. You know, and 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 like. I get there and I hear some really sad stuff. And, and my story is not really sad. You know, I come from a really nice normal background, mm. you know, a loving family. Mm. So why am I end up where where I did? I don't know. My my brain is just wired a bit different. And today I'm grateful for that. I'm a grateful addict. You know, I'm, I'm grateful, ADHD is a blessing. You know, being an uh, being addict is a, is a blessing. I, c- I can focus on what I want to do. You know, I'm driven and it's
1: amazing. Mm. It's amazing. No, I not. Yeah, honestly, I can hear you. It's amazing. And yeah.
0: and this isn't. This isn't. You know, I didn't walk into a first meeting at thirty and go, well, I'm here. Yeah, it's really good to see you, Dodge. And this is yeah. great. I walked in thinking, what well, I want to be with you, idiots. Yeah. What do you think I want to be here? You know what I mean? I'm betting all you, what what never drink again. What, what am I gonna do? Yeah. Where am I gonna go? You know, I've since I've got clean, I've um. You know, I've, I, I, me, and, me and my friend from the Dog and Whistle, me and Ricky, we run a party at Ocean Beach. Um, I've run events all over the world, so I work. Um, I've, my friend of mine called Kai has got a charity in Uganda. Um, Kai lives in Ibiza?
1: Yes. You're the one you put me in contact with?
0: Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, Kai and Emily, they have, they have a charity in Uganda. So I sponsored somebody in Uganda. Uh, I went over there last year, changed my life amazing so if you if anyone's interested in in, in honestly mm. because i'm i guess like a lot of people i'm quite skeptical maybe of, of charities yeah. and where the money goes yeah. um but I, I you know i pay for his uh Joan i pay for his education um i put a bit of food on and and i'm only just saying this because it's what i yeah. do I, I don't like to go out there and go oh i'm amazing so i do yeah. but this is this is some of the things that i've done since i've got clean of the we you know we've done a couple of events in uganda um it's amazing the people are unbelievable yeah, and what they've done out there is unbelievable mm. We've, they've got a school out there and we run a party last year and we raised some money so it's built built a like part of school and Brilliant. it's amazing
1: so you're, you're replacing that going into that meeting going what am i doing around here with all these lot who are still using that's not me i want to carry on using my life's gonna be boring to so actually find things that are really productive and going to actually help people yeah Okay. Yeah. What was that period between 30 and 34 of your usage? That moment you walked in, just checking it out, it took you four years to come clean. Why did it take you four years? Weren't ready. Okay.
0: Uh, So we had that internal snap. And like, the last day I ever used, like, I didn't sit indoors go, I've had that internal snap, I'm ready now. That's not true. You know, but my just using got worse and worse and worse. And, you know, my wife wife would go to work and, and um you know which she she just you know and do you know what as well and I, I, you know she she never left me you know when you're being really horrible to them yeah. so they go yeah she got as far as the car park and, and never left mm. you know and, What's uh, name? her name's cat
1: Massive, massive big up to cat
0: amazing save your life mate saved my life mm. so and you know and now and our, our lives are interchanged and our families have all grown up together and our family in scotland family when you was, when you were
1: amazing. using between 30 and 34 i want to know the help you got because we're going back to the rooms here and this this podcast now is about helping people who were in the situation of i've had enough i'm mid-30s i've been yeah. using for too long now or i'm mid-40s i'm still using or 50s. I'm 50s i'm yeah. still using i've got to stop the yeah. addiction's got hold of me yeah. when you're in those meetings everyone's there to help they will clock that you've come in and you're a newbie they'll clock that yeah. you've got your sort of sitting there like that yeah. this isn't for me people yeah. clock that we all clock yeah. you know um have you met some amazing people there who have really helped you
0: oh 100% yeah. so the, the new guy helps me the guy who walks in with a couple of days clean helps me i don't just i don't look to the guys that are ahead of me yeah. you know like um Like the new guys, they inspire me. You know, they they're thirty days clean, and they're like, you know, like they've been they've been in prison and they've lost family members, and you know, one of my friends was on the missing person list for like three years, and he was living on the streets, and he's now got a family, and he's married, and he's got his own business, and you know, and it's like he's got kids, and like I see stuff, it it blow your mind, yeah, powerful, it blow your mind, and I see stuff, and so I'm inspired by the new guy and the old guy, and um, and I think. The, for the power, for me, the power in it, it, it is like God, I'm not the only one. Yeah, I'm not the only one. We're all God, I thought I the only one. Yeah. and we do uh, we do a thing called a step four.
1: Is this part of the twelve step program? Yeah. In fact, while we're here, Ross, talk me through the twelve step program. Is that the bit where you are going in to these meetings and that you're learning and you're getting the feeling that you want to stop boozing or taking drugs yeah. or, or or whatever your other vice is. Is that the bit when you go? Now I'm ready to do the twelve steps.
0: Yeah. So,
1: is that the full-on commitment bit when yeah. you you go? You know what? I'm all in now.
0: Yeah. 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 And no, like yeah, it is. All, I'm all in. But actually, as well, it's just about why don't you come round and I'll just show you a little bit about what we do, Dodge. Yeah. Like no pressure. Okay. You just this is a bit of what we do, and then you you might go out and use a couple of years, come back and and I've had it where you, it's about showing someone a nice experience. So when you're out there using or whatever, you think. You know, I don't have to use and I met that geezer Ross and he'd use like me yeah. You know, and I met that geezer Dave and he'd done the same things and, and I ain't got to be doing what I'm doing um, but yeah the steps are for, for, so like the steps are like going to meetings is great and so for me the power is in the meetings okay we're all in there and we're all in these together and we're not you know we're not the only ones and um, the power but the, the steps are like it's like the steps are like it's like having a gym membership but not going do you know what I mean or going to the gym and watching you train like i'm not going to get fit watching you train yeah. you know I need, to okay. put effort, I need to put the effort yeah in. okay and that's what the steps are and anyone who says the steps are difficult and never done them And anyone who says they're confused has never done them <laughs> steps are, are simple they're uh, simple steps for difficult people okay we make it difficult yeah you know it's not a difficult process and and i take people through the steps and uh i've been taking through the steps i'm actually going back through the steps at the moment just to kind of refresh I just want to be, just be a bit better and understand myself. You know, and as I'm going on, we'll talk about emotional sobriety. The last few years have been really difficult. I've had some really sad stuff go on. And um, it's just about trying to get through that and just trying to get out the other side. Mm. Do you want so, to go through the steps?
1: So those 12 steps then, is it all written? It's all written down. You've got to write everything down, is it?
0: Not really, no. So we, we go through the big book of AA. Um, we just go, we go through the book. So I would say, so if you're new, right, come around mind Dodge. Be around mine on Monday. Be around at 6 o'clock, and we'll do it once a week. So you come around Monday, and we read through the book together. And the book was written like, I don't know, 8 odd years ago. All, all the big book thumpers, began big me, God, you know, good with your dates and your stats. I'm not yeah. good with dates. 8 odd years ago, it was written. So if I gave you the book, you, you, you'd probably read it and go, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. So I'll say, right, Dodge, come around, and we'll go through the book together, and we'll read it, and we'll read it, and we'll break it down. We'll read a chapter, and we'll break it down. And it, what will eventually do is it, it will, will go through your life and will go right this was you this was you then then you go oh i did that and i go oh yeah i did that and then you might share something really dark yeah. i go yeah, yeah i did that yeah. i shared something with someone um that i was never going to tell anyone it was a really i won't go into it now um something that i just had so much shame over and he said to me yeah i did that okay yeah and i was like no way and he said yeah i did that and i was like Wow. And he said, I, I sponsored someone a little while ago, they did the same thing. The point is, is I was just like, no way, not just me. Not just me. And uh, yeah, and and that's what we do. We talk about it and then, and then I feel at ease now because <laughs> I, can, I can talk one-to-one with someone and then they're saying to me, I can't stop using, it. yeah, me too. Um, I can't stop lying, the yeah, me too. I've got no money, yeah, me too. And now and what's really sad as well is people who turn up at a meeting, they'll turn up and they'll say, "So, all right, mate, you right, yeah." What's up? And he like, said, you know, my life, I've lost my job. Can't stop using. My missus hates me. My kids hate me. Don't know what to do. And I go, call. Cool, I can help you. Great. And I've been there and they listen to chairs and they hear people talk about it and the addiction's so strong, you never see them again. They go, that's it. Yeah. And you just think, your life's that bad, you know, you maybe try and do something different. And, I, and I'm trying not to come across preachy. No, no. I'm really not. But you,
1: but- you know what works, right? yeah yeah so that's the bit here it. you're going on I mean yeah. I know what works and, I, and and what I'm learning from this is that you fought it for four years that's not me I don't want to stop that's not me I, yeah. my life's fine yeah da, 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 but actually like there might be a load of cover ups there I've got no money coming in I'm using all the money I'm spending on that I'm not looking yeah. after my missus I'm being rude being obnoxious I am waking up in the morning
0: yeah. rude yeah it's the you know yeah. yeah like just horrible yeah you know like um, and not on purpose but I just I'm driven by fear do you know what I mean like Oh, fucking, that dodge last time I see him, he said something about me. So my back's up when I see him. Yeah, okay. Fucking dodge as do you think he is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and then and then I'm home and I'm like, fucking dodge. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so in the, I'm in the room and i think, well, next time I see dodge, I'll say this. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so
1: your, your mind's spinning the All whole the time. time.
0: Fucking dodge, yeah. Mate, that's got to do with it. He said something, and then his mate laughed. All oh, right, he's fucking. So he's mugging me off in front of his pants. Yeah. So I like, dodge. I hate dodge. And then in my head, I would see you and I wouldn't speak to you. Yeah. But actually, all I can think about is how much I hate you. Oh, really? Yeah, and 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 and, and that must have like done
1: a, your absolute
0: in Yeah, but that's an example of you know. We think the guy, the bus driver, bibs me. Yeah, I can't sort of think about how I eat him all day. You know, so all that sort of stuff. You know, I'd have I'd have an argument with a with a postman knocking on a door too loud. What, what, you know, I'm quite. <laughs> what's up, mate? What are you doing? Yeah, like you know, I mean, I am in mean, Tesco's. What, what? What's up, mate? Yeah. You know what I mean, like just Aggie yeah. and Larry, but just full of fear. I'm not a fighter. Yeah, just just full of fear driven by it scared of what you what you're going to think what you're thinking about and what you're saying i'm doing your thinking for you that dodge don't like me
1: so you're completely overthinking
0: everything wow everything yeah and you, that
1: must make your head want to explode it's tiring, huh? isn't it? It's it's tiring, tiring, tiring. about
0: it you know you just constantly you're like a washing machine not now with recovery not now with going through this process and, and 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 the steps and daily routines so we do a thing called inventory where we'll write down um so, you know, so I keep using examples. So, sorry, you know, that's all right. With uh, you can, use, you can use the name Dave or something this time, yeah. All right, we we'll use the name Dave, right? <laughs> uh, so Dave said something, Dave called me a knob or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? So, I got the ump and I said something about Dave. So, i get home tonight and I'd write about it. I would say, like, um,
1: oh, what, so now being clean, you would yeah, write I'd get it down, home and write okay? About it.
0: Okay, so uh, Dave said this, so and and I just go through, we, we break it down, yeah, and I look at it and 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 I just and I deal with it, and whatever that is, it just kind of generally just disappears. Yeah. So I'm not sitting in bed at night going, "Fucking Dave," you know, yeah. or Dave at work, or Steve, yeah, or okay. you know, like constantly in your wow. head. You know, and I wake up the next day and I'm like, "Fucking Dave, wait till I see that Dave." Yeah. And it's tiring. and then you're building
1: up in your head what you're going to say to him, what yep. you're going to do to him. and I'd always
0: and... win the argument because I knew what you're going to say to yeah. him. Cause I'd had it in my head, and you know, it's constantly it's tiring because you just. It's just it's it's all about me, yeah. self, self, self. It's me, me, me. You know, Dodge don't really care about you know. But all, all I'm thinking is Dodge thinks it's Dodge. You know, I'm doing your thinking for you. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? And I'm like, it's it's so Constant. tiring constantly. And then it's this person, That's draining, it's that person, my Even family. Even hearing you talk about this, draining, this it? is
1: draining of the thought of what you were going through. Yeah. And do you think there's a lot of people who are using the packet have the same Process here,
0: a million percent, and it's not just because I'm obsessive. Everyone thinks like that, or not everyone. A lot of people think like that, and it wasn't until I come into recovery, until I looked at my life, until I went through it, and I was like, "Shit!" Like yeah. I can't stop thinking how much I eat, Dave or yeah, Dodge.
1: Yeah,
0: it never occurred to me that I'm sat up all night eating him. Wow, wow, you know what? A lot of negative energy. You know, they said I'm,
1: someone said to me the other day, the average person has sixty thousand. Different thoughts a day. Sixty thousand. Your subconscious mind of ping bing, ping, 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 ping. People. Da, 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 da,
0: sixty thousand. I reckon mine's six hundred thousand. Yeah.
1: Really? I try to make mine about sixty. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't watch the news or nothing. Yep. I don't want anything getting in my way. 100%. I'm staying in my lane. Yep. Don't get in my way. I'm in yep. my lane. No news, no yep. neg. Because everything's neg out there. Yep. And I can't handle neg. I like to be around optimistic people, yep. good people, kind people, nice people, have a laugh. Yeah. And if anyone comes in is you're out
0: 100% and I think with this journey and again I'm rattling on a bit but um, the people you're mixing with that changes that circle and then you mix with these people that want to do breath work want to do wellness and want to do running and want to go to the gym and want to eat well and want to talk about being creative being creative and and, um, you know my my, my world has changed a lot you know I was in I, I thought would I have to stop DJing? You know, would I have to stop? Because I thought, because I remember, I so I remember when I was five days clean and I was running an event in Hartford. I was five days clean, and I'm in this cupboard. I'm thinking, what am I doing here? What am I doing in this place? I shouldn't be here. But my recovery showed me if you if you put recovery first, you can do anything that you want yeah. to do. You know, and I've um, it
1: makes you powerful, not power powerless. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I
0: like that. Yeah. You know, I've been to meetings. I picked up. I picked up recovery chips in. I, I played in Vegas last year. I picked up an eight-year chip there. I picked up. Oh what? A, uh, a chip? Recovery chip. Yes, yeah, so you get chip every year. You get clean. You get. A, you get a coin. Oh okay. Chips. So you go to the meeting. You pick okay. up chip. So I picked up an eight-year one in Ibiza. So eight years in Vegas. I picked up seven years in Ibiza. I picked up one in Bali before as well. Brilliant. Um, everywhere I go, I go to meetings and. Not because I need to go, because I want to. Yeah. So like me and my wife will go away, we'll go we'll often go to like all inclusive places just because it's easier and mm. stuff like that. And I you know, if there's a meeting local, I'll slip out and go and yeah. just try and chat to someone. It's mad. And I you know, I go all over the world. Um I, I was in a I was in a meeting in um in Cyprus a few years ago and I walked in and I said, Oh, do you wanna do the chair? And I said, Yeah, of course. And I was chatting away and the guy at the front was quite engaging. And they finished, he said, oh, I've heard your story before. Now, people always say that because your story is my story. And he went, no, I've actually heard your story before. I because I saw you talk in London.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh,
0: and I went, no, I said, have I never been to that meeting once? And that was when I went to talked. And, and we, we ended up doing a bit of recovery work together out there. And, but, you know, I sat down went for the book with him a little bit. And
1: Did you have to, when you went clean, did you, and you did your 12 steps and you identified, you sort of take yourself out your body, look in at your life. Yeah and how mad it's gone on and all the things that have gone wrong or the debt or the lies or the whatever, all All the madness, everything all wrapped up. Did you have to let friends go?
0: Um, Yeah, a little bit. Um, I'm really lucky. I I still hang around with all my school friends and we still, um, but yeah, I had to step away from a couple of uh, some DJ stuff that I was doing, I had to say, I had to walk away. My friend said, "Is this, this really working for you?" And I was like, "Yeah, but you know, it's, it's X amount of money." And he's like, "What? Is it worth your?" So I stepped away from that, and and I went and sort of done my own thing, and, and I kind of never looked back really. really. But yeah, I had to, and it's like I would, we would still be friends, but I just love you from afar. Yeah, you know, okay. we're still on the phone, we're still cool, but I can't invest my time in, yeah. in, in into people. And yeah. I, not saying horrible, but you know, I just want to do things differently, and I've wasted. This 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 ain't um this ain't a dress rehearsal what we're doing. Mm. This is a one time. We got one thing. life, mate. Yeah, we got one freaking you know?
1: life. Let's live it to the max, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah, so agree.
0: I've made a not all of a mess. Yeah. But I've made a lot of 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 wrong decisions. And I've made decisions wrong, clean and sober as well. But I've made a lot of wrong decisions in the first thirty four years of my life. So I want to kind of yeah. give this a go, and that's kind of what recovery's shown me. It's kind of like like I don't. I don't like learning, but I'm going out there and learning. Yeah, I want to be better. It's lovely it feeling, isn't it? Cheesy. No, it yeah, ain't, te- I mate, be-
1: I, Ross, this ain't cheesy. Mate. I hated learning at school, but now I, I want to learn. Yeah, teach the stuff that I'm interested yep. in, but teach me more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mate.
0: So I, um, so when I got clean, I started my own business. I started um, an events company, and what we do is I bring in the thirty years. So yeah, this year has been my thirty years in in DJing out in, yep. in the and running an events. So I bring in. So, we do a lot of corporate stuff and we do weddings. And so, I bring in all the guys I've worked for the last 30 years, all the garage MCs, the DJs, and we bring that into a corporate world and weddings. People want to have proper parties, yeah. don't want these old school cheesy DJs. So, I bring in guys that people probably wouldn't work at these sort of parties. Yeah. And I use my experience and the guys I've worked with for years that I, that I know and I respect and I trust. And, and I book them when we do events.
1: What's the parties you do where it's clean and sober parties? I yeah. love that. Yeah. Go on, tell me. Give me an example.
0: So we, I done one last year. Um, like I said, I've got one booked for Ibiza for, for next year. And so my wife comes along, and she she went to the bar last time, and she went, "Oh, can I have a drink?" And they were like, "No." Nah. She was like, "I'm not like the other lot." And they're like, There's "No." She's like, you the other lot." I should have had a, I should have had a drink before I got here, but um, it's amazing. So. So with, with an event, you have a sort of start, a middle, and an end, okay? You get there, you have a drink, you have a chat. You don't want to start dancing. Yeah. These sober lot just go boom, uh, straight in. bang, straight into yeah. it. And my wife's like, they're nuts. They're, they're just like, look, we're out here, we're free, we're giving it a go, Yeah, you know? And I would, um, I would say to anyone that's new, because I know a lot of people that they get clean and don't go out. They're like kind of hiding away. Yeah. Now, I kind of did that when I was using, so I want to go out there and explore the world. So I would say to anyone who's new, maybe be mindful around the early doors, but... Mm go out there and explore and see what you yeah. can do. You know, if I go out to, a, I went to a stag do the other week and um, um, some really close friends of mine. I don't always go, mm. but he's, they're really good friends of mine. So I went and I was out all day, with race. It was a really good day. It got to the evening and I was with them all and they were chatting and got to the point and I was like,
1: "See ya, done. Yeah, see ya.
0: They're all chatting and, they, and they, they don't really get on it and they're a good lad, but they're all chatting a bit to me, and I'm done. So yeah. I'll go out at eight, I'll stay till 10, I'll yeah. do a couple of hours and I'll done. go. I don't um, need
1: a statue yeah. too. Do the Houdini off skis. Never yeah. say goodbye. No one cares. No one's love. You wake up. Yeah, and go, yeah
0: I was there at the end, boys. If I was of and you've like, you've woken up onto each other. Like, yeah, oh, <laughs> you don't understand it all. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, cool, oh, that's my, my time yeah. to go. So, yeah. and I and I do, you know, I I play at, um, you know, I play at festivals. And you know, so like, I work for a festival. I carry alcohol. I, I look, I'm really mindful around that stuff I don't chop up lines of gear for people and yeah. go here go dodge a bit. you know what I mean I don't um... stop using my name I know <laughs> <laughs> sorry mate
1: get myself in trouble here. Yeah?
0: <laughs> sorry I'm clean and free mate <laughs> I can see that I've <laughs> um, never, you know, never I, been into
1: it though mate I've never been that's not been yeah. my bag you know
0: and it's like I'm not against it I think you know that stuff but it's a, you know like moderation I don't have a moderation button there's yeah. nothing wrong with it but, but
1: I think there's a lot of high percentage people are all in and don't have a moderation. And that drug yeah, can it. get hold of you. Yeah. I've seen it thousands of people, hundreds yeah. of friends, like, yeah. get old of you, and it's got yeah. old of you for so many years until you've got to go, I've got to stop, I've got to do something. was. I'm gonna lose my wife, I'm gonna lose my job, I'm getting caught out lying, yeah. I'm having toxic relationships. All that shit stuff all stems from that booze and the and the gear.
0: Problem is though, when you're in it, you don't see you it. You don't
1: see it. But your mate, when you're clean and you're 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 on a higher level. And you're seeing your mate still using. They don't see. You can have a word with them. Go, mate. Fuck, you, mate. You got to have. You're, you're 45 now, mate. Yeah. What's going on? You're still yeah. at it. Yeah. You're at it when, we, when everyone was going up 15, 16, yeah. 30 years on. You're still at it. Something's got to
0: give. Yeah. Because you think um, I'll get the 30 and I'll just slow down. Because that's kind of what my, a lot of people do. And my using just got worse. But what what recovery has shown me as well? It we, like it's easy for us to look on the outside and say. Dave, you got a problem. Yeah. But when you're in it, you don't see it. Yeah. And and what recovery and the way that we look at it is when we go through the steps and w- when we look at our life, like, I can't control what you do mm. or what you do. Mm. Okay. So all I can control is what I do. So when I go through the steps of, you know, like, say, I'll oh, add a fight with Dave or something in the pub or, say, you know, as an example, say I had a fight with someone in the pub, I'd go through the, and it doesn't matter what Dave's done, it's about me and about yeah. what I've done. So this is to, part
1: of the steps of you writing yeah, it down. So okay, it's really freeing as a process. memory from the past, from all the years yeah. of all the naughty stuff you've done and stupid yeah. stuff. Okay.
0: So I'm thinking, well, I don't want to go in that pub because that geezer drinks in there, yeah. so I need to avoid him. And actually, I was a bit out of order to him, so I've got a guilt, shame and all. So I, I write about it and then go, doesn't matter what Dave done. He might have done something out of order, yeah. doesn't matter what he's done. It's about me. All I can control is me and what I do. Yeah. And that's how I look at life. So, so it's much more freeing. You know, I don't go, yeah, i hold it, but Dave done it. do doesn't matter yeah. about what Dave done. Yeah. What did I do? And and for the first 34 years of my life, I never apologized. So I was never in the wrong. It was always your fault. Mm. But actually, when I look back and I go, oh, actually, I've messed up a it lot. It takes
1: a strong person to look somebody in the eye and go, I'm really sorry for last night. Yeah. And get it cleared up straight away. Otherwise, that can breed for weeks months and years and years, decades years. and that's just gonna play around in your own Swede like you were doing with. Yeah. He said that she said that what's gonna it's just gonna get worse and worse like Amster yeah. Wheel.
0: Well we do um so we do a thing called an amends process as well. what's it called? Amends process a men's, okay. Yeah, a men's, yeah. So um a lot of people come into recovery and they go, oh, I don't want to do that. And it's like, don't worry about that. There's like another eight or nine steps ahead of that. So, you know, like we look at steps and go, I can do that one. I might do that one. I don't want to do that one. And It's about going from the bottom and starting at the top. First step is admitting I've got a problem. Okay, Okay. so step one. Step one. Step two? Step two is, so we talk about, um, we believe in the power, which may be, I'm not religious, I don't go to church, but I like the universe. and, And I talk to that universe and I talk to that power and I can't explain it, but it's brought a calmness in my life and a real peace. Lovely. That is... Really, really nice. Yeah. Um, step three is about believing a power greater in ourselves. Step four So hold on, hold on, slow that down.
1: It's, step three is what?
0: About believing it's something more greater than me and you. Yeah, so, okay. So I went down the beach today, I've been yeah. this day, I saw the ocean. Yeah. Did you make that ocean? Did you make that go in and out? Mm. No. Did you make the tree the leaves fall off the trees in autumn? Okay. So it's no. just being present. But and, I do know. Okay that though, they come off i know they come back on cuz i see it every year yeah. autumn and it's about i didn't create that and that's yeah. kind of it really i yeah. don't have to make okay. a big deal out of it okay. just that i didn't create that and 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 you know and i and you see beautiful stuff in the world and mm. and you see that and you think wow you know that's amazing yeah. i didn't create that and that's all it is you know like, i talk to the universe a lot i do affirmations a lot as well i'm really big on that sort of stuff um
1: what's affirmations mean
0: affirmations is like um putting out there to the world what you're going to do like okay. on, on my wall what i'm going to do and yeah, what i'm okay. going to achieve you know that's and powerful as well powerful yeah mate that's the most bad yeah. stories and, yeah. and um a guy who i recommended to you actually or the only one i will give you an example hope you don't mind me sharing this but he uh he had a business he sold it for loads of money and that sort of stuff and he when he started this he wanted the porsche and he goes well i, I know that i'll never get that porsche right because it's Porsche, Porsche out of my league. So he done it, and he got the Porsche, and that was how he started his journey. with that it was, it was, you know, affirmations. He was thinking, right. The next thing was, and then he sold his business, and he's, he's really successful. and he's amazing. Is he happy? He seems pretty happy. Okay. He's a Gooner as well. Oh so. no. Step four. Step four. So we write down all, all the weird stuff that we've done. Yeah.
1: The hate the hate. The um, uh, step four must be hard. It is, yeah. Because you're writing down all yeah. this stuff that you've got to go back in your memory back. Yep. go, Oh, I've got yep. to bring that up. Yeah. That's probably why a lot of people mm, go out. Yeah. Yeah may not get to step four and think yep. oh mate I don't have to deal okay. with that yep. let me get bang on it and I forget about yep. it okay
0: yeah Um. so when I do a step four with someone I, I would get around the house and do it with them yep. I ain't going to give you the chance to go and do and and re- read it and go Whoa, and go out okay. a lot of people go out out the back door a lot of people say a step four is not good but They've never done a step four. Okay. No, no one ever died doing a step four. Yeah. No one ever died doing it, honestly. Okay. So you do that and you write down your stuff and it's long, like it's a long day. Mm. They come around my house, and they're there all day. We go through it all and we pick a part in it and we go, okay, and we write stuff down. And step five is about sharing that with someone like me,
1: so you would st- you would share your step fours, but in your step five, sharing it with someone you don't know to go. I need to let this off my chest and speak to someone about it. And yeah, so it you, all have a, you have a sponsor, okay, and the sponsor is someone who's, your, who's on the end of the phone for you twenty four seven, pretty much, and it's free. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: And it's someone that you maybe relate to. So when I remember that person I told you about when I got when I first went in at thirty, the guy said to me, "Oh, you yeah, cut down drinking." Yeah. You know, that he was my first. The first guy I ever worked with, but he took me through the steps. Okay, brilliant. Yeah, because I went back four and a half years later, and I was like, I wonder if that geezer's still there. Yeah. All geezer, he's still here. Okay, so what are you doing back here? Oh, huh. you're right. Well, not really. I'm here, aren't I? and I that sort of thing. Yeah, and you know, and I went a long time. I still went for a long time and didn't engage. Mm. You know, I didn't think I deserved to be there, but I had nowhere else to go really. Uh, so step five is just about talking about that with someone mm. that you trust, and mm. you know, and um, and get it off. And it's it's a really freeing thing yeah, because as you go through the steps, you just feel lighter. Because for me, like I, I felt like um like I was carrying a backpack around. Yeah. you know, like in a big guy with a big backpack, yeah. and I'm carrying the world around me. Not only I've got a backpack on, I've got a rain cloud that's just following me, yeah. and it's just it's just doom and gloom. The phone rings, what's happened? Yeah. You know, what I mean, what have I done? Yeah, you know, and all that kind of stuff, and um, and it just you slowly unpacking that stuff and putting it away. Yeah, and I'm like. I feel better. Yeah. And um, six and seven, we just talk about the forgotten steps, and you just look at your character's defects, selfish, self-centred. You know, you look at your stuff, and you go, "This is who you are. This mm. is who you are. This is what you do when you drink and use. Mm. These are the people that you hurt. Yeah. This is this. this is what you That's get up to. That's powerful, isn't it? Powerful. Jesus. Yeah. You okay. Just go. And it's not nice. Yeah. It ain't nice. But so we, um, I'll do four, five, six, and seven quite quick. So you just you go you go through them steps. Mm. And you just look at your carrots defects. You know, can I be a knob? Yeah, hundred percent. and sober, definitely. You know, and I just try and I know I know who I am. I know what I can be. You know, uh, I used to do road rage a lot. You know, I don't even bib anymore. Mm. I don't even bib anymore. Yeah, I just go. do that, whatever. Yeah. But you know what I mean? I'll be one of them geezers out of the car yeah. I'm not a fighter either, by yeah. the way. So I'm quite lucky I never yeah. but um <laughs> Lucky someone didn't get out swinging swing around. you know what I mean? But right. I'll be like, you know, and just it's just stuff like that on the way yeah. to work. So i got the ump already you know, and and left the house. I'm at yeah. work. And you know, i got the ump and I'm you know, road rage, mm. you know, the geezer bibbed me and, mm. and that's ruined my day mm. so I can think about it. and I'll see him again the next day and you know, that mm. sort of stuff. Um so, yeah, step eight and nine is is the amends stage. So, a lot of that stuff off your for the carnage becomes an amends. And when you get clean, like you want to apologise to everyone. And it, it is a bit about apologising. So, um, I'm not going to use you. i want to use Dave, yeah. the guy Dave. So, if that, me and Dave had an issue and say we'd had a row in the pub, as an example. Mm. And um, so, you know, if Dave was someone I would want to go near because there's an issue, yeah. I'd get Dave's number in and go, Dave is Ross. Yeah. Um, look, I'm really sorry about what happened, but I really want to meet you, chat with you. Brilliant. So you might be think, you might be quite dangerous as well, because yeah. I've heard that a lot of people go, these people go and meet, they're, they're the kind of person that stab you. Yeah. So they luckily might go, oh, I'll meet you. Mm. We'll meet and have a chat like this and go, look, I need to apologize about what happened. Mm. And uh, it's about me making wrong some of the wrong things. So when I walk down the road and I see Dave again, How are we doing all right? Yeah. We're not mates. Yeah. After that process, a bit of respect, isn't yeah, yeah, and also as well, walk down the road, not thinking Dave's going to stick in yeah. the back of my head as yeah. well, which is another yeah. thing. And that's just an example. There's loads of examples, you know. I've had to go to family members, you know, a lot of people, and just go, "I'm really sorry. Mm. I'm really sorry. Um, I want to make it right." How did it make you feel? You might go, "Actually, do you know what? I've been scared to go out for ages since what happened with us." I've lost friends over it. I've lost money over it. I've lost a girl, get- you know. So you just go, yeah. you know, because you think you're not hurting no one, right? Yeah. I'm not hurting no one. Yeah. I'm hurting everyone. Yeah, you know. And when we get well, our family gets well. Yeah, that makes sense. Lovely. So, like, hold on
1: a minute. When we get well, our family gets yeah. well. that's huge. Everyone around us yeah. benefits.
0: Yeah. Because I built a wall around me where where you couldn't get in. My dad said like we tried to speak to you, but you just just aggressive and you just like, what. And, um, you know, when we get well, our family gets well and the amends process. So as much as it's about making right the thing that's gone on between me and Dave, Mm -hmm. right, which is great, it's about freeing myself from that. At night when I'm, the guilt and the shame around that sort of stuff and the things I did, I try and free my, and and by going through the steps, I just feel light. And and I remember walking out my last amends, it didn't go very well. um, And that person don't speak to me anymore, which is fine their stuff not mine um and you know I might knock on your door and you might just tell me to f off and slam the door in my face that's fine as well yeah. I'm trying yeah. and when I did that last amends, I walked out and, and I felt like someone had got a rock off me and thrown it and I just walked out and I was like wow yeah I was like this is this is unbelievable yeah you know this is this is this is really powerful stuff um
1: so steps 10 11 12.
0: um prayer meditation. Meditation, you know, prayer meditation, talk like for me, talking to the universe. Yeah. Um, meditation, I'm not amazing at it, but I do breath work and I've gone out there, I've done Buddhist chanting. Yeah. And it's like, go out there and cold water stuff. I yeah. do cold, you know, and it's like, what else can I do? You know, and, and I kind of just I go down this path. You it's know? been
1: going on for thousands of years. It must work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Millions <laughs> Buddhism of Buddhism and chanting clean. and
0: cold water. And yeah. yeah. I love the cold water stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's just about going out there and just trying to see what I can do. And step twelve is probably the most beautiful one: is, is helping others. And it's not just about necessarily helping other addicts. It's about being a good neighbour, helping someone out, yeah. um, being a nice person, um, being kind, being kind. You know. So we. Um, yeah. So when um, when lockdown kicked in, uh, where I live, um, obviously, no DJing. And uh, so I said to a couple of neighbors, I said, look, should we to put a bit of music on? Something like that. So I've got a bit of a sound system. So I whacked the decks outside the front one day and we had a street party. And um, it was one of the best things I've ever done. Mm. I know all my neighbors. Mm. We, we put on a couple a year. I was getting people delivering around Presents and gifts and cards. Someone dropped a card round and said, "My mum, dad live in your street. I'm really grateful for what you've done." Lovely. And I just wanted to play a bit of music. Yeah. And um, the police turned up one day, and they were dancing because everyone was on their everyone was on their drive. Towards the end, it got a bit because people sort of didn't care. You know, yeah. Towards the end, yeah. people in each other's houses, but yeah. everyone was on their own drives, and it was just it was just a nice thing to do. Mm. And I like come out and I'd beers on my drive and I give them to my neighbour and and it's just a nice thing to do to get to know I've got to know all my neighbours you know they come past their bib we're trying to arrange one for May Day we're just a deck sound I play a bit of everything yeah. um, but it's been really beautiful and stuff like that is just about trying to be you know we we, we say like practice these principles and all our affairs say so again practice, like... practice these principles and all our affairs so I can come on here today and yeah. say Dodge I'm a I'm nice person I'm a nice guy yeah. am I really yeah. am I when I leave the studio yeah. am I do I hold the door open for someone yeah. you know if um. You know, how am I really? You know, am I really a nice person? And and I just try and do that. Kate puts on my face. You know, I try and be a good neighbour. How I different
1: and- are you today at the age of forty-two than you were at the age of thirty? I
0: mean, yeah, very very different. My wife always goes, Carl, oh, I thought you was like some bad boy DJ, now you just like a big girl." Yeah, like <laughs> I like. her. She's like the man in a relationship. Yeah. like I, I get emotional i am a crier i uh yeah i'm really emotional so before i wouldn't like, i didn't care i didn't mm-hmm. care about anything i don't care mm. you know any chicken news you know, i don't care mate i'm not interested yeah you know and now I do, you know you get after 30 days you get your feelings back so yeah. um yeah i'm a crier you know i'm mm-hmm. emotional you know i really are yeah, i get emotional and um this
1: yeah. is really powerful mate Thanks, mate. Ross, this is showing your vulnerability, mate. I think vulnerability in anyone is super powerful. But for you to come on today and share this, and our main objective of this podcast was to help others. And anyone listening out there, what advice can you give anyone listening out there who is in the same situation as you were eight years ago, who is struggling today? One bit of advice would be...
0: Yeah, I know I've said, like, reach out, but li- literally, like, like... You know, talk like if you don't know anyone that's clean and sober, you don't know anyone, or there's nothing you're air, just drop me a message on Instagram. Okay. I'm serious. I answer, like you, Dodge, I answer yeah. every message. Yeah, I get back to people, I often give them my number and yeah. have a chat with them. You know, I can help them. Look, I ain't got all the answers, mm. Dodge. Mm. I ain't, I'm not an expert, right you know, but I just try and help people and I try and be better. Mm. And I might have a suggestion, I might not. Mm. But I just say, just, just look at the, what you're doing and look at your life, you know, we can bury it. I couldn't even open letters. Letters come for the door, I wouldn't even open them. Mm. I, I couldn't even open mail, I couldn't mm. deal with that stuff. You know, and i just be like, and, um, you know, I just, I just wanted to be different. I didn't want to die and I had that internal snap and I just thought I want to change. Mm. And, you know, did I think I would do all this stuff that I've managed to do when I got clean? No. Mm. I didn't think I'd do it, you know. I just wanted to never drink again, and that was it. And you know, like we have to give up one thing. And I've shared some of the stuff that that, that I've achieved, and there's loads more stuff that I haven't spoke about. Um, but when you get clean, you can do anything you want to do. You just want to give up one thing. You know, I thought my life was over, you know, and, and my life's begun. Like I said, I've, I've started an events company, played all over the world. More's to come. You know, I'm playing. I'm playing on a yacht in Cannes next mm. month happy days um, yeah, <laughs> happy yeah days. but um, you know
1: what's interesting i'll go back to your words halfway through this sobriety is a superpower i'm gonna leave it on that one thanks mate yeah ross you've been an absolute legend mate for coming down here all, all the way from north london i really appreciate you coming down in i really hope this may just help that one person
0: thank you you really got it out of me today thanks it for inviting did. me and well done with what you're doing i think it's amazing i didn't even ask you any questions sorry mate i don't yeah, it's all about you
1: mate <laughs> <laughs> mate where can people find you
0: yeah just instagram uh dj ross mac r-o-s-s-m-a-c just if you're struggling inbox me if you want to have a chat inbox me i'm also as well i'm in a men's group on uh facebook called men and their emotions which men and their emotions yeah it's called mate men and their emotions um so dapper laughs he runs it and um I mean, oh, that's that's a podcast. We get there's a lot of stuff that gets shared in there. And we just there's guys in there. We just try and help each other. So it's a good place. Actually, it's an amazing place. If you're starting to share anonymously and you go in there and share, and just for anyone who's in that group, we get a day. We get I don't know between thirty and forty posts a day. Wow. We can only post every hour, so we so we we've got a backlog of of days and days mm. where we can't post, so we can't keep up with it on there. Mm. So if anyone is in that group we've got our moderators and we're working around the clock generally. How many men are on that group? Uh, 35,000 or something. Jeez. It's mad. So you'll, wow. Dave will wow. pop on there, yeah. um, split up with my missus, can't stop getting on the packet, can't stop gambling. Yeah. Any advice and people will go, yeah, and, and then it, it's just about a place, it's it's an open space. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying, again, that we're not we're not experts. Yeah. If you need expert opinion or expert mm-hmm. help, go and see a professional. Mm-hmm. But if you're I'll tell you what, if I was,
1: if I was, in that, if I was felt I was caught up in all of that and an addict, I'd be going straight to that mate, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because there will be 35,000 people who have been there, got the t shirt exactly the same as you, and might just give you one bit of advice that's going
0: to help. Yeah. Well, your your supposed to be in there. Someone's supposed yeah. to be in there well, can't stop getting on it. You know, I a spent a lot of, we have a lot of can't see my kids, um, can't afford to live, you know, struggling. You know, so then there's always someone that's, and like, like I say, it's not a professional group we know we're not paid we're all doing it for, yeah. for love and we're just we're just trying to make a difference and yeah. I think for me that's kind of what it's about just trying to help and try and make a difference yeah. and hopefully someone will get something
1: Ross that's it end on a high night mate thanks that's mate that's absolutely blind and I've loved this thank you I've really really enjoyed this oh, episode you made out of me today didn't you wicked man you're a gentleman <laughs> thanks mate good man Ross take thank it easy you. fella thank you